Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia Thayer. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And in this episode, we are covering episode two of season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Heavy is the Head, that originally aired on September 30th, 2014. And as usual, here's our Wikipedia summary, which you can find on the internet on Wikipedia, I swear. <clears throat> Following Creel's theft of the obelisk, Hunter is captured by Talbot's men. Creel absorbs the properties of the obelisk and accidentally kills a waitress in a bar. He later meets Reyna, but declines her offer to help him. Talbot tries to persuade Hunter to work for him and sets him free, but Hunter returns to S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, wanting revenge for his fallen friends. Agent Leo Fitz and the mechanic, Agent Mack, are able to build a weapon that can incapacitate Creel. As the team observes uh, Creel making a deal with Whitehall's second-in-command, Sunil Bakshi, Hunter disarms the other agents and tries to kill Creel himself. However, Creel easily defeats them. Him. Just as he is about to kill Hunter, Coulson incapacitates Creel with the new weapon. Coulson later asks Hunter to stay and help S.H.I.E.L.D., and then tells Talbot that he is wasting his time tracking S.H.I.E.L.D. and turns Creel over to him. The obelisk is later shown in the possession of Reyna and the Doctor, Sky's father, not an alien called the Doctor, who is asking the uh, former to find his daughter. Every line that I just read just got, kept getting me so much more scared knowing I was going to screw that up. But uh, uh, hey, we're past we... that. We're good. Mm-hmm. How do we know he's the Doctor? Like, that's never been... That that wasn't said before. I don't think it was said before either. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he he is a doctor, so <laughs> it's a dangers of Wikipedia. <laughs> eh, fair enough. <laughs> All right, uh, do you guys want to just jump right in? Go for it. All yeah, right, sounds good. Um, Hartley is totally dead. Unlike what Alicia was hoping <laughs> last time. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, well, that seems a little extreme, but all right, fine. At least extreme for the other guy. Like, the other guy, okay, you're in a car accident, but let's put, he, like, I don't know that he was sitting right there to get smooshed. Like, the car don't look that bad. I don't, I don't know. Think I think got... we're, we're used to watching superheroes. and just like, the only one who's ever died in this car accident. Is I don't think anyone's ever died in a car accident. Just strange got his hands effed up. Yeah, but well, the same thing I have problem here with is uh, they don't explain how they died. Like they just say that they're they're, they're dead, and uh, yeah. so we don't know like their neck got broken or spine got broken or what. It's just like oh, they're dead. Yeah. Well, they couldn't afford to have Xena the Warrior Princess in two episodes, so that's probably the problem. <laughs> And if but you're they taking did have her, her in out, two episodes. No, they only had her in one episode. Mm-hmm. They didn't even show her face in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I don't think so. I was like specifically looking for it. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, e- even if they did, that could have just also been um, uh, Cut from recording the last one. that they did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they could have just already filmed that when they were filming the the previous scene. Uh, but mm-hmm. this one, um, I mean, it makes sense that she dies. I mean, you're you're right, Alicia, right? Because I mean, she had her 
arm cut off, basically. Right. Like, she was already losing she blood. Was... That makes sense. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, dude... that, that makes more sense. <laughs> the dude driving the car, I'm assuming he was at least had a seatbelt on. And if he right. had so much, like, if he took so much damage, why is Hunter alive? Right, what, exactly, because Hunter's it? on this side. Hunter and the driver were on the same side of the car because it was the passenger side that hit. So it makes sense that Hartley was dead, but the hunter is not dead. The driver should definitely not be dead. Yeah, well, this is a thing we call plot armor. So <laughs> we need Hunter for the rest of this episode, at least. So <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, yep. And uh, right after that, these three people spontaneously com- um, died. Um, we've got May in pursuit of Creel. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. And it makes me right. She was the one on the motorcycle. Yes, and you were right about that one. Yeah, she and she was not a big fan of letting Creole go. go. She has a, <laughs> Oh, no, she wasn't. She's oh. not used to taking Phil's orders. Yeah. Nope, but she's having to. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Hunter is arrested and picked up. And arrested drop- is a is a interesting word for that, by the way. <laughs> well, he's, he's definitely well. You think we think he's arrested, and then we find out he's kidnapped and just dropped in the middle of nowhere, tossed in a trunk and dropped. Yeah, dropped in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he definitely thought he was going to be arrested the way he put his hands. Right. Yeah, uh, he's dropped off to meet Talbot, and what we f- soon find out is like Talbot's secret meeting place. Apparently, he holds more than one meeting there. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. All right. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Is that because we didn't say it earlier? Yeah. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Uh, so Hunter uh, basically has made the offer by Colson, or not not by Colson, by Talbot to basically sell Colson out. Yep. Two million and a two funeral n- for Holly. A funeral for both of them, the driver and Hartley. Okay. Yeah, Idaho. you know I- yeah, I think he says both of them, but later in the episode, he never, I don't think he ever talks about the other guy anymore. Idaho, that's his name? Yeah, yeah. Idaho. He talks about him to Colson when he's like, I want both their pay for their families. Yeah, he does. It definitely says he wants both their pay. Mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Which does not surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, if $2 million, and then we get a little bit more of why he left the military. It was a girl. It was apparently his ex-wife that he can't stop talking about. No. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps bringing her up. I thought like he was talking episode. about Hartley. No, he was not talking about Hartley. Um, he's talking because he talks about his ex-wife and he never gives a name. And he talks about how they can't get along and can't work together. And it's definitely uh, not Hartley. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he, said... he, meets Hartley. he meets Hartley through his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, we get back to the spoils of war. We get back to the base, and they bring in the um, the Quinjet. Eat, eat. Yeah. Eat. Yeah, we get a little bit. Uh, they ha- Mac and Trip. Mac's the mechanic guy, mm-hmm. and uh, Trip show fits the cloaking, and we get out well, like they don't really show it to him as much as they're talking about it, and Fitz enters the room. Okay, they're not hiding it from him. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they definitely do the, well, why don't you ask him thing as he walks in. Yeah, and then uh, we get a little bit about how uh, we find out officially they think that, or he thinks Simmons abandoned them. 
Like, yeah. no one knows where Simmons went or anything like that at, at mm-hmm. this point. He yeah. can't get a hold of her. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's okay. We've got uh, imaginary Simmons. Yes. Yeah. But she's just as good as real Simmons. Is it, though? No. Well, she's always she's always wearing the same <laughs> outfit. It's got to get right? a little, a little awkward. <laughs> and you probably can't use her for, like, surgeries or things like that. But other than those no. two things, I'm sure it's right. just as good. Yeah, she still helps uh, Fitz finish each other's sandwiches. Yes. So it's okay. Yeah, and then, then um, go ahead. I was gonna say then we it skips to Creel in a diner, right? Um. Yeah. Well. Uh. Before oh no! Wait, we we're skipping. That, <laughs> yeah. Before we get that, we get um a little bit of Coulson's hollow box, aka the toolbox. Uh, Al, you want to take that one? Yeah, so first off, this is super cool. Um, right! But, but, but my first question is, um, how long did it take him to figure out how to use that thing? Cause Seriously. See, yeah, because in the previous season, he was happy to just to be able to, to find the on button on the table, right? And now he's <laughs> doing this thing with like all the cool... Did he... Was that something like... Like once he could figure out how to open it, like that was the hard part and everything else was easy because... Because I don't think Fury stuck around to show him how to use that, right? He just said, here you go. Have yeah, at it. Yeah, I think Koenig probably taught him. Yeah, I hope so, because uh, his go-to would be Fitz, and Fitz is in no way capable no to shape. do that for yep. him right now. Well, Sky could have also helped, too, right? I mean, even though she's not too familiar with the stuff, she's kind of picked up the hollow table pretty easily last, last season, I think. Yeah, I think so. But I don't uh, think so. I think she was training with the May every chance she got. Yeah, I think Koenig's the best bet just because, I mean, as we see in, well, no, we see in this episode that he's keeping more secrets. Yeah. So I'm not sure how open he would be even for his team to do this. True. Uh, he could have asked Simmons before before she left, too. Yeah, but she's uh, biotech. She's not um, engineering. She still knew she... how to do the table. Well, yeah, yeah because so she took fit. a class. She took a class for that. Remember, <laughs> what was it, like three semesters of hollow engineering or something like that? Yeah. They both <laughs> had to take it. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that's a good point. Because, I mean, even Fury trusted Koenig enough to, you know, trust with certain secrets. So that's a good point that he'd probably yeah. go directly to him. Like, and hey, how do I open this, this cool box? Yeah, that's true. Um, was anyone else also, like, like super satisfied by the hidden compartment that it goes into noticing that there's like there's no line showing that there's something there like when it when it went <laughs> back into the desk it was just it was just a flat desk it just seems so cool i i wasn't but i'm glad you enjoyed that <laughs> <laughs> just one of those things that's super satisfying right I don't know why um oh. we learn uh two things about colson in this scene as well that um colson is like compartmentalizing much like fury was talking about in um, in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and then he, uh, he's not flexible enough to do yoga, so that's <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> I love that quote because you know exactly who taught him, tried to get him to do yoga too. I don't know. I know May's a Tai Chi woman. She might do yoga as well. No, I was maybe thinking was, the the cellist. Uh, I was about to say maybe it was a cellist. Yeah, we don't get to see her enough. I don't know if she's a yoga person either. Neither. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like she would be the one to do it. <laughs> yeah, possibly. 
Alright. Um, next up, we've got a little bit more of Ghosty Simmons and Fitz talking. Yeah. And, and just Fitz feeling sorry for himself that he couldn't figure out the hollow device and maybe he shouldn't be there. And uh, Simmons kind of plays like angel and devil because she tells right? him to steal the... <laughs> The file. <laughs> the file, the DNA file on Creel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so is this something Fitz, like, like, I know this is all in his head, but do do we think that, or do either of you think that this is, like, Fitz just trying to be okay with doing these things? Or is this Fitz thinking, no, Simmons would actually tell me to do this because she has done stuff like this in the past or said stuff like this in the mm-hmm. past? I feel like this is Fitz's perception of what Simmons would say. Doesn't yes. mean she would really think that, but this is what Fitz thinks she would say. So, um, so, she might be more afraid and more hesitant to do it. But Simmons, like, yeah, or Fitz is like, yeah, Simmons would definitely want me to take that and be the hero. <laughs> okay, that fits. I'll take that. It does fit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And horrible, then now we're. I gotta tell you, I went to a pun off last week. It oh, was, yeah. It was the best and worst thing ever. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got. Um, oh, then we switched to uh, Creel in the diner, right? Yes. And he can't get rid of his obelisky powers. No. Which is bad. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, which makes t- which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, by the way, uh, yeah. considering that they're supposed to wear off. They don't. Well, that's that's why he's freaking out. I don't think it's ever not worn off before. Uh, it just seems like I don't know. Yeah, he's he's probably never touched a material that has a power either. True. Yeah. So. It's reacting to him strangely. And yeah, he still, not only does he look like the obelisk, he has the powers of the obelisk because when the waitress touches him, she turns into a statue. Rapidly, too. It's yeah. uh, accelerated. Yeah, a lot faster. A lot faster than Hartley did. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know if that's just plot armor for Hartley or if that was, um, it's more concentrated because it's all one spot of Creel. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we've got um, Hunter pretty much fessing up to um, Coulson that he sold him out. Right. <laughs> Come on. Everybody knew he had. I mean, he got frisked the moment he showed back up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't. I mean, a guy who got captured and nope, shows up in a brand new car. Right. <laughs> Did he already spend, like... Uh, a few thousand dollars of that two million oh, that he doesn't even have. Oh, I'm positive he stole that. Are you? I thought yeah. it was more of a, yeah, I've got two million coming. Mm. You guys can put that. I don't know. I can get I a loan out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I don't think he had the money to spend it because he was asking uh, Colson for his paycheck. No, yeah. But he wouldn't even get uh, Talbot's money until he gave Colson. Exactly. So, I think it's a, he, he bought it. With a loan, because if he wanted to steal a car, he's a smart. I don't merc- think so. Merc. He's a smart merc. He wouldn't take a flashy car like that. Oh, well, he he might, but uh, I think my problem with that is he um, he talks later about being three sheets to the wind, 
he yeah. basically knows that Coulson's going to find Creel first, wants in on it, and then is like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Um, what is three sheets to the window? <laughs> okay. So I had to look up what the hell that means. Because <laughs> I had never means heard... disappear and ghost yourself, right? Uh, kind of not uh, close, basically. Um, I'm going to go with no. Um, so the, so <laughs> I had to reread my description as I was saying that. I'm like, yeah, no. Okay. So basically it's, so, uh, it starts off as a sailing term. Um, a sheet is basically, you know, like one of those, uh, it's, it's basically the, one of the ropes that controls the sail from what I could okay. tell. Mm-hmm. Um, three sheet, basically the more rope that you need, the more sheets you need, um, is because you're in that bad of a, of a storm. So three sheets means, uh, that the storm is so bad that you're being pushed sideways. You know how instead of, you know, moving forward, you're being pushed on your side. So now it's completely uncontrollable. Um, so Hunter is basically saying he wants to get the hell out of Dodge before the storm stuff between shield and Talbot like actually happens um apparently now, this is ow. also used to describe drunk people yes uh, i was gonna say mm-hmm. now where does the term get the hell out of dodge come from that is another good question <laughs> i did not look that one up <laughs> my guess is that that's a term for people who have been in the position before where they're thinking well if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball but they learn uh. that they cannot dodge a ball so they want to get the hell out of dodge it well, came from I was Kansas. Thinking, <laughs> I was thinking there's a uh, type of automobile that might be very dangerous, you know, Mm-mm. a Dodge Charger Challenger. Get the hell out of that. You might want to check that. It came from Gunsmoke. <laughs> oh, the the Western TV show? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Is Dodge where it took place? Mm, I've, heard of, I've heard of Dodge, Dodge City. Dodge City, Kansas, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I always associated that one with Westerns. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't know where it came from. Oh, well, now you know. <laughs> now I know. See, what listeners, you learn something new every day. All right. Or something you already knew. Whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, next after that, we get uh, Fitz and uh, Mac working together. I'm going to call him, at least you call him the guy that becomes Fitz's translator. I didn't know his name. <laughs> it's our second Agent Agent Mac, if you guys remember. Uh, nope. In the uh, episode when Simmons jumps out of the plane, the when the truck flies at the beginning, that's also Agent Mac. Mm. So. Although this guy's Agent McKenzie. We'll just call okay. Mac. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. But, go ahead. He's entertaining. Yes, he, he like is. he doesn't shy away from Fitz. Is like, okay, uh, you're weird, but uh, why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and he gets basically Fitz to talk to him instead of Simmons, which is, I think, a good thing because considering that Simmons is uh not there, not there, <laughs> and it's good for him to form a relationship with somebody else until she returns. Because I know she's <laughs> going to return because she has to. <laughs> She doesn't have to. I like Simmons. She has to return. She could be Fitz's imaginary friend forever and ever. Nope. 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 Okay. This is my deniability. I live in the river. I know where that one comes from. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. 
And uh, then uh, we go to uh, Creel freaking out more that his powers are on the Fritz. Not on the right. Fritz. On the Fritz. <laughs> and uh, one of our two season two villains, Bakshi, calls him. And he's he's not too concerned about it. <laughs> he's, not, he's not too worried. He's the Bakshi. Sunil Bakshi. Actually, I thought it was Bakshi. Is that the guy? I could be wrong how to pronounce it. Is that the, like, CEO-looking-ish guy? Yes, yes, okay, it is. Okay, okay. I was like, what the? I was like, I don't know his name either. It's <laughs> the guy who I thought, like, looking back, not now that I'm rewatching it, but looking back, I thought he and Quinn were the same person. Yeah, that's not. what I thought, too. And then I was like, uh, <laughs> that's obviously not. Okay. Yeah, and then we get our old friend uh, Raina back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> She's never been my favorite character. No, I'm not. I'm not fond of her either. Yeah. Um. But she's not working with Hydra and Bakshi this time. She wants the obelisk for herself right. or for whoever she's with. The only reason I wanted to see her again is because she was she. The last time we saw her, she was saying uh, she knew that that was uh, Sky's parent. We just didn't know which one. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, I know she's got a connection to them. That's the only reason I'm glad to see her back because I want to know more. Yeah. Oh, you'll definitely get more. I but so. uh, she hands over as like a bargaining chip a part some um carbine or a carbine ring or something like that, uh, which is like harder three times harder than a diamond. She says. Right. Uh, which I think is really cool that Creel kind of gets off on trying new materials. Right. I bet everyone's different. It probably feels strange. I, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, they're all made different materials. They're made of different composition of the elements, different uh, uh, atom structures. So I assume they'd feel different to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's hope he never uh, runs into the Hulk because we saw what happened last time this guy ran into the Hulk. Yeah. If you guys, rem- yeah. if you guys remember uh, the original Hulk movie, the Ang Lee one, they, the one I they like? combined you know, the terrible one you like. <laughs> um, they combined uh, Bruce Banner's father with the absorbing man. And uh, I think, if I remember correctly, he was trying to absorb the Hulk's powers and like blew up from too much power. Yep. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Take so it I, off! <laughs> this is the first I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. basically it's... has absorbed the powers and the Hulk, uh, the Hulk is like... <laughs> Take he it turns into a, He turns into what looks like a giant kind of glowing green water balloon. Yeah. And like when I say giant, I mean like f- blocking out most of the sky giant because he was absorbing <laughs> all the Hulk's powers. Yep. <laughs> oh, it was actually not it. terrible. I disagree. I think the second one was worse, but that's my opinion. The Yeah, well, you're wrong. okay anyway before we continue on that um we've got uh fitz's new band fitz and the interns Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) they are they interns because he he's definitely treating them like that right like i i I assumed they're they're not just because yeah exactly like i'm assuming the those people are um you know full background checks and all that stuff and they look mm-hmm. old enough to not be intern people yeah at very um, least they're former shield most yeah ex- yeah but but 
I mean, they're really just treated like red shirts, right? Like, hey, yes. ah, yeah. get out of here. Ah, I hate you so much or something. Well, stupid. yeah, I mean, you, you, don't, you don't have a name in the show. You are basically a red shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Idaho at the beginning. I didn't know he had a name. He doesn't have a first name, so he's dead. <laughs> All right, it fits. Yep. Uh, Hartley had her first name. Isabel, he says it like twice. But uh, Idaho, dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we've got um, Hunter. Uh, we got this like kind of action beat where they're trying to take out Creel, mm-hmm. and Hunter double crosses Shield because he wants revenge on Creel, not because right. he's selling out them. By the way, but, I saw that coming. Like as soon as yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, don't, no, he's he, he just wants Creel. I was like, oh, don't do it, Colson. When I saw this first, I didn't know that he would go after Creel for revenge, but I completely expected Hunter to double cross him just because he looks at he's that shady short sort. Ah. No, I expected yeah. him to go after Creel because that was who killed Hartley, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we also get uh Creel is mind controlled. Yes. Yes, which, you know Or mind It's actually probably Yeah, it's probably it might be harder. But it's a much better than having uh, explody ice because you can reuse the people, mm-hmm. and it's harder for them to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's probably harder to detect too, right? I mean, yes, you know, explody head stuff. You have something in your face that that can be, you know, just pull up a metal detector and then they they can get you. But uh, yeah, this is is probably a bit more, uh, or definitely a lot more under the radar. Yeah, sophisticated. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um in addition to hunter being stupid you know shooting may and that's going to come back and bite him in the ass right um <laughs> he's got um we've got him taking the sniper rifle that's at like a perfect position and then running out into the open right? so creel is completely knowledgeable that's dumbass that was, <laughs> i was just like come on man I mean, granted, he might not be trained on a sniper rifle. Then don't use your sniper rifle when you run up to him. Creel wouldn't know you. Right. Just walk past him and shoot him with a handgun. <laughs> well, okay, I can I can give him the not wanting to use a handgun because the assumption is, I think the assumption was that that sniper rifle is packing so much power that it'll, it'll it was, go through whatever. It was packing Creel the armor has, right? piercing, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. It was something like that. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, definitely. And, but yeah, no, definitely stupid to like run up that close. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Why not fire it from the building where the guy was? It's like, he's already knocked out. Just take the shot from there. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) It it made no sense. Yeah, I mean, unless he's bad with a sniper rifle, right? I mean, at the beginning of the episode, we found out, like, all of this this laundry list of what accomplishments that he had. and So he was probably trained on a bunch of things. But what if he right. just hates using a sniper rifle? Like, it's oh, possible that he hates like using this. it. But, it the, again, it's the... He was military. He was probably trained to use it. So he can at least fire it well, even if he doesn't like it. Uh, so it made no sense for him to take it down there and use it down there in broad daylight in front of a shit ton of people. It made no sense, and it drove me crazy watching it. Yeah, it was just <laughs> stupid. 
Because they didn't mm-hmm. want to kill Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, after he gets his ass handed to him, mm-hmm. uh, we have <laughs> someone come from the shadows. The director of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Coulson, for the win. Right. <laughs> it It is a really good thing that Creel couldn't reach behind his back. Because that probably would have come off fairly easily, right? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's got to do that stretch. You know, they all made us do in high school and middle school to see if you could do the stretch behind your back and touch your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can still do uh, that. Yeah, I, I can I can do that. And I don't see why he couldn't do that and maybe just grab one of the things before turning into like 50,000 different materials. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. fall like on his back and, and maybe like move it a little or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, crush it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he turns to glass. Uh, did you guys know what device device that was though? Where it came from? Mm-mm. Uh, I know only because I looked it up a little bit. <laughs> okay, good because I looked it up too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's good. the thing. It's the thing they use to stop the overkill device in the episode. What I call the episode with the sandwich when Fitz and Ward were undercover in Russia, mm, mm-hmm. which they used it in that to like shut down the overkill device by neutralizing all the sound waves that were going to destroy everything. But here they use sound waves to... To disrupt the atomic structure. To disrupt, yeah, his atomic structure. So they just flipped it instead of off, it was on. He didn't yeah. solve that today. I, he did not solve that today. He solved it. The word is yesterday, Fitz. I'm sorry, you can't think of that. Well, it wasn't even yesterday, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I solved it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We get. Um. Then we get back to base, and uh, Hunter joins Shield. You know, stupid idea. And his initiation is he's going to sell out Coulson. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. First um, thing, need you to sell me out. <laughs> yeah. But uh. I'm, I'm not sure about the order, so we'll just go through the Coulson stuff and the iceberg and then go back, I guess, if it's at the wrong order. So what's his name gave up Coulson, right? Did, does uh, he Hunter? get that two million? Hunter. Yeah, I forget his name. I'm bad with names. Anyway, did, does Hunter get the two million? I would assume I, not. Yeah, I don't think so, because he, he told him he brought Coulson there, but he's still working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And he'd have to go with Talbot probably to get the money. And That's what wire transfers are for. <laughs> yeah, but do you see? Does it seem like uh, Talbot's the type of guy who lives in the 21st century? E- he's like he's going to write him a no. check, and he's going to write the wrong date and have to tear it up and write him a check, and then he's going to have to show his ID. <laughs> That's hilarious. He, he seems very old. He seems very old school, 50s, 60s general to me. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, and then now we can talk about what you want to talk about, Alicia. The etchings slash yeah. Coulson's episodes, which was really weird to find out because I was like, I feel like oh, every agent oh you mean that wasn't a one-time, that wasn't a one-time thing? All right. It happens like regularly, like every two weeks-ish. I was like, damn. <laughs> so Yeah, what did she say? It's like 17 days. You're he overdue says 17, like she says 18. <laughs> but still, it's overdue. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, that one's interesting to find out that A, that happens, B, that Mai's been helping him through it, C, yeah. that they have a shit ton of supplies <laughs> to recover it up, despite her taking pictures. So it's like, 
I don't know if it's saving his sanity by covering it up or it's like allowing him to re-etch into the same damn wall. Because I swear I, I saw a paint can and like all the fun things. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's and, probably letting him re-etch it so he doesn't have it all over the base and people find out. Right. Well, my, well, my problem with this is too is um, why would he do it with a knife? Why not like paint the, uh, do a like a chalk board paint because they have that and then just do chalk all over the board and then take pictures and then <laughs> erase it it would be so much easier maybe he has to do like the first thing he's ever done it with because didn't he no he didn't do it with a nail that was garrett who did it with a nail yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i can't remember how he did it for the first time i think, I think it was he a had knife. a marker oh it was a knife okay i, I don't know for sure hmm. yeah well we can like check a... some other time but uh yeah uh, but um, yeah, no, I, I thought that was really weird too. Using the knife, um, but it didn't screech. It didn't like make any, you know, no. make you want to kill everything in the room type of sound, right? No, because like there's the enough paint on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's enough paint on that wall. I'm sure. Yeah, they spend the next two weeks painting that wall over and over again to get it thick enough. <laughs> right. What's that? I I I thought that was like some kind of clay, like some kind of soft clay or something. Mm. Yeah, I I think they had paint cans around there. I saw paint cans. Oh, okay. All right. Which soft clay would be better? Maybe? Eh. Because if it dries, then you're just as screwed. I don't know. <laughs> I've uh, I've never had this problem. I, I, you got me. I don't I don't have a clue for this. <laughs> um, and we also get a scene with Arena again because she now has the obelisk. Right. And it's Kyle McLaughlin randomly. Uh, Colin McLaughlin, whose most famous thing is um, Twin Peaks that they just brought back uh, last year. And Over my uh, head. Have you ever watched Portlandia? Nope. Oh my god, watch Portlandia. It's a sketch comedy show. It's the greatest thing. But he plays the mayor of Portland. Uh, he's probably in, been in plenty of other stuff, but those are two things I know him from. Yeah. And he is Sky's daddy. Guy has a daddy. Yep, and then he's also convinces Reyna to touch the obelisk, and and it glows. Nothing happens except for the symbols come out and glows. Right, she didn't die. Nope, darn it. Um, And then (laughs) uh, (laughs) I know wouldn't that just be? Oh, she dies whole after a whole season with her on, and then Mm -hmm. Sky's dad just goes, "Well, time for the next one." Right. (laughs) It it wouldn't surprise me with Shield. It would not surprise (laughs) me either. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think we skipped over this with um, uh, Coulson, quote-unquote, turning himself over to Talbot, where they reveal the Zep- the Zephyr. Not the Zephyr? Or the bus. The bus. I can... Do they have the Zephyr yet? No, I don't even know what that is. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know what got that the is. Bus. I always get the bus and the Zephyr confused. Okay. So it's the bus. <laughs> All I know right now is they're going like, we don't have a gas for this, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And then um, Al, you have a note here uh, (laughs) that he's the tip of the iceberg is really quiet. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I thought the same shit. I was like, ah, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Like the, uh, so this must mean that. Um, that their cloaking isn't just visual; it's also audio too, right? Mm-hmm. Must be, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's good to know because every other time we like we hear the ship, so mm-hmm. J- yeah. just like my uh, the fan on my laptop that just kicked on, which yep. I'm assuming you guys can all hear. Yep. Yep. All right. Yes, yes, we great. can. <laughs> Put your your computer back in cloaking mode, Al. All right. <laughs> I um yeah, I think. You know, we did the play-by-play. I I think I'm pretty done with this episode. Anything else you guys want to add on? No, I'm good. Yeah, I've got nothing. It was a it was a pretty pretty simple episode. We got some mm-hmm. information, but uh, more questions right? like we do in in those early yeah. season episodes. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. So cool. All right, everyone. Uh, make sure to listen next week when we'll talk about Agents of Shield season two, episode three, making friends and influencing people. And as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, we'll find the obelisk. And we'll throw you at it. Yes. All right. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 2. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. the water trying to cool